This is Street Talk with Chris Davies, helping you maneuver the road of real estate. Get up to speed with expert insights on the mortgage industry and your Northwest stomping grounds. Buy, sell, invest, and rest. Street Talk. Now, with this panel of industry insiders, here's Chris Davies. Good morning, Seattle. Good morning to the Pacific Northwest. Welcome to Street Talk, your real estate show on all things real estate. Uh, I'm Chris Davis with Laura's Home Loans Mortgage Masters. Lucky enough to be joined by Mrs. Lisa Ballin from Compass. Good morning, Chris. I like that you say that you're lucky enough. It makes me feel special. Well, you are. You are. <laughs> Good morning. And then uh, we also have uh, Mr. Quasi Bowie and uh, Mr. Chris Titus from John L. Scott. Hey, Chris. Lo- love being here, but you always say that to her, and then you're like, and we got Quasi. <laughs> Well, you know, that's how I feel. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I appreciate <laughs> you, it. Quasi. Thank it's you. Cool. It's all good. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of activity going on out there. I mean, uh, I think first and foremost, uh, we're, see- we're starting to see a new environment market-wise uh, just based upon what interest rates are doing. Uh, we, can talk, we can talk about what, what's going on in the inventory and what's going on with uh, the real estate world. But in the, economically speaking, uh, interest rates are are cresting or going into a new horizon. We're starting to see uh, that five percent rate crop up more and more over the past week or so. Interest rates hit a seven year high, and um, quite frankly, the uh, the comments that are coming out from the Fed uh, lead me to believe that uh, they're they're certainly going to be more hawkish uh, than what people initially thought. Uh, so as far as that. Uh, uh, interest rate increase coming in December. That's almost a guaranteed fact at this point. The, the big question that's going to loom is what's going to be on uh, the agenda for next year, for 2019. Most people predicted uh, three interest rate increases. Uh, but, you know, it could be more. I mean, uh, people are worried about the economy overheating and they're worried about the inflationary concerns. So they want to sort of keep that in check. And they think uh, it sounds like most people believe that the tool to do that with is a tightening of the monetary policy. Uh, what that means is, you know, we sort of talked about we, we would be at 5% by year end, but we're almost there already. Um, I have to say that I have some quotes that went out at 5 depending on what the loan profile was. And uh, I think that that will continue. So, uh, you know, um, I might have been low in the, uh, in the uh, prediction at the beginning of the year, Lisa. You know, it's interesting, and I'd love to hear what uh, Kwesi and Chris have to say about this, too, is um, Patrick, my business partner, and I have been talking to a few uh, sellers lately, and we're talking about best times to list. And we're talking about the potential increase in interest rates and, and how that listing sooner may be a benefit to them. And even our buyers, and it's surprising how many people really don't believe that this is going to happen because they've been hearing this, right? We've been talking about this for so long, and we're seeing it inch up and inch up. But um, I don't know that people are truly recognizing the impact. What do you guys think? I think there's opportunity, um, and depending on what the seller's situation is, if I'm selling and then I'm buying, fantastic, right? Here's a lot of opportunities with increase in inventory that we've been seeing. And we'll, uh, uh, I know Chris has some stats on that. I got some stats on that. But I think there's just opportunity. And depending on what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. now is really the time. Absolutely. So, uh, And I know, Chris, you've been working with uh, a few people lately on that. So what have, what have you been hearing? 
Yeah, it's definitely something that we're seeing uh, in the in the local market. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there is quite an increase in inventory, as you know, a lot of the stats have shown. Um, you know, just the 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 inventory over last year in South King County is up. You know, on the current listings right now is up forty one percent. You know, fifty one percent in Southeast King County. So, um, pending sales are down nineteen and twelve percent in those same areas. So. That kind of combination has really been driving, you know, the increase in inventory, which has created, like Quasi's talking about, a lot of the opportunity for the buyers that we've seen in the market recently. Yeah, and if and if that rate, if we can keep the interest rate and the affordability is there, then people are taking action. I think what they don't realize is because we have been talking about rates going up for so long that I think they're just kind of numb to it. They're like, yeah, 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 but exactly. unless they're listening, unless they're consistently listening, unless they're keeping up, they're not seeing that this slow progression and now we're in the fives, you know, hey, they might get caught. So now is the time for them to take action. I mean, we probably started this conversation when interest rates were- <laughs> Three and a half. Right. <laughs> right. And, and we were telling people, you know, just because they do, they just creep up incrementally over time, but that makes a huge difference mm-hmm. on your payment, on your buying power. Well, the, the, here's the difference, folks. I mean, what you have to look at is when the Fed raises their rates, we're talking about the short-term interest rates. So we're talking about your overnight borrowing rate. We're talking about rates that are affected by prime. This is your HELOCs. This is your credit cards, car loans, etc. Most of these things will be affected by what the Fed does in the short term. Mortgage rates don't follow those rates exactly. But what does happen over over the course of time, they do trend in the same direction. So in all that time that we have been talking about interest rates going up, the Fed has been pretty slow to move interest rates up. They've had nominal increases. Well, this year, you'll have four rate increases, which is the equivalent of rates going up 1%. Last year, you had three. The year before, it was only one. So what you're seeing is you're seeing that upward trend. It just takes time. It could be six months. It could be nine months. It could be 12 months. But over the long haul, your long-term mortgage rates will definitely follow that trend. You know, this, this is, of course, one of the reasons why, you know, Trump fears what the Fed is doing. He's trying to create influence, trying to affect that monetary policy because he sees that could stifle things a little bit and get away from what he's trying to accomplish. You know, get everybody feeling happy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care if the economy necessarily overheats and that type of thing. So on the flip side, what that does is interest rates really have nowhere to go but up. But now that course is set in stone just because of the fact of what the Fed has been doing. Now, there's obviously catastrophic events that can stop that. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's a meltdown, if there's, you know, a huge tariff war that creates a slowdown in other ways, there's always things that can affect it. But the likelihood is not as great. But what is set in stone with those rates going up is you will see the long-term mortgage rates going up, which means that essentially what the economy is showing you right now, even though there's more inventory, I mean, the increase in inventory is basically a result of houses sitting on the market longer. Yeah, and, and prices are still going up. So I think there's an element where people are feeling like, oh, well, because there's more inventory, all of a sudden we're going to start seeing prices go down. Well, no, what we're going to start to see is we're going to see those consistently go up as far as appreciation and prices for homes and median price. And then you're going to see interest rates creeping up too. So more and more, it's getting expensive to buy those homes. We got taxes that are going up or have gone up. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's so many factors 
um, to to look at that it's kind of like, you know what, you got to make, I, I feel like people need to make a decision as far as do I want to buy? Do I want a home? That's That's more of the home buyer that we're seeing right now rather than it's payment, it's interest rate, it's this, it's like, I want to get into a home. So, but if you're payment driven, uh, you should, you should really crunch the numbers right now. And I like what you just said, Quasi. too. You know, home prices are going up. They are going to continue to go up. And I think what we're seeing as far as price reductions right now, because we are seeing them um, quite a bit, is that it's people who are pricing their homes based on June's prices, July's prices. They're still thinking that their homes are valued at that mm-hmm. amount. And really, like we've been talking about for a couple months now, we're still not even in a healthy market. We're so far away from having a healthy inventory. Um, and what people are, what we're trying to do when we go in with our listing appointments is educate people that, you know, you don't want to be chasing the market. This is where you should be pricing your home. And then those homes are selling or those homes are selling for more than list if they price them correctly. Or they yep. sit on the market. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, and I think that uh, what we've seen over the last year, and, and as you guys were mentioning there, with the price reduction that we've been seeing, um, people were expecting to get that double-digit increase in value year over year that they've been seeing for the last five to seven years. Well, that's just not the reality with the, with the market that we're in right now. Yeah, we're going into the winter market where historically things kind of slow down anyway. But now we're in a two to, you know, four percent increase year over year, and that's more of a historical norm than the double digits that we've been seeing recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but numerically, when you talk about the, those increases, you, the, the two to two to six percent or whatever the whatever that number might be, it's based on a much larger number. So, in other words, that number has doubled since two thousand twelve. So, e, so when you just talk about the actual number the dollar amount that's represented, it's still going to be a fairly healthy number. So, you know, you go back, you go back just a couple of years when people were making multiple offers, sometimes overbidding by $100,000. And that's basically, that's just a marketing strategy. Sometimes the list price is not the actual value. It's a way to get people to come in, get create activity on the house. So even though, oh my gosh, I'm paying this much over the sticker price or so-called sticker price, the house may have been priced $50,000 below market. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, that's just a, a, you know, a streamlined way to create activity. So what you're seeing now, now for the buyer, you actually have choices when you go out there. Absolutely. You're not, you're not going to be put, held, not held by gunpoint, so to speak, where you have to make an offer right then and there when you see the house. <laughs> Within <laughs> minutes of seeing it, yeah. <laughs> or, or even, I took a look at the photos online. <laughs> I'm going to have to leave work early, drop everything. Let's right? schedule the inspection. Let's pay for it now, right? And put plans on hold. It's like, no, we actually have some breathing room right now. And uh, it, it's it's actually less stressful. Let me tell you, it's a breath of fresh air. <laughs> sure. with uh With a lot of our buyer clients recently, because as you guys said, it's it, it was crazy several, I mean, just six months ago. And now we can schedule a time to go out on a weekend and see the five houses that we wanted to see and not have a fear that three or four of them are already gone or under contract. You know, I'm just looking at uh, the seven-day market watch, which I always find really interesting, of King County. And, you know, people are are saying, you know, the market's slowing, it's dying, it's whatever it's doing. But this is really interesting. 731 new homes listed in King County in the past seven days. 865 reduced, but 851 of those went pending. 
and then 604 sold. So there's a lot of activity. There's a ton of activity still going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, and even when you take the price reductions into account, I think the uh, average price compared to this time last year, you're still about 7%, mm-hmm. 6 to 7% mm-hmm. above where you were last year. So again, you're talking from the height of the market, probably in the spring. And then at that point, it started to slow down a little bit. There's a lot of factors that go into that, but obviously one of the factors is what we just talked about. So we'll get into it in the next segment. We'll talk, we're going to talk about whether you're ready to buy a house. We'll talk about the different methods that you can use to buy a home. Number to the show is 844-TALK-101. Once again, it's 844-TALK-101. Some things go really good together, like a hammer and nail. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes and desires with wisdom and guidance. Now, Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to give you over 65 years of combined experience and personalized service. So if you're looking to renovate, call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Hi, this is Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans. If you've spotted that perfect fixer-upper, a renovation loan tied to the purchase could be a great way to get things fixed up before you move in. Questions about a renovation loan? Just ask. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Good together. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA at laurashomeloans.com. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity. Hi, this is Quasi with John L. Scott and the Quasi Homes team. As a real estate agent, I love helping my clients make the most of their investment. When you are selling a fixer-upper, a teardown, or buildable land, you not only want to make the most for your property, you have so many other factors to consider. Can the buyer get financing? Do I want a bunch of people walking through the property? How long will it take to close and get my money? And that's where I come in. Strategy and experience are critical with these types of properties. I'll help you measure your options, hammer out the details, and get the best value. If you are considering selling your fixer-upper, teardown, or buildable land, give me a call. 206-854-4132. That's 206-854-4132. This is Quasi with John L. Scott. Start by investing in experience and strategy. All conversations are confidential. Call 206-854-4132. What is the value of good health? Hey, it's Dory Monson. I am encouraging you to call the life-empowering team of 3010 Weight Loss for Life because, let's face it, you want to enjoy the benefits that come with living your healthiest. So call 3010. Their experts will create an individualized plan that is tailored to you. It's created by healthcare providers. Doctors love 3010 because they see their patients getting healthier and doing things that will just extend your your life. And regardless of age or body type, whether you need to lose a few pounds or make some sustainable big life changes, 3010 can help. They do the meal planning. They'll help you with your grocery list. They give you video recipes and cooking classes. The team at 3010 is in it with you. They truly care. I've lost 25 pounds there. Hey, it's your turn. Find the location nearest you, 855-843-3010, 855-843-3010, or go to 3010weightlossforlife.com. Sharing the latest news and exchanging insights on the mortgage industry and all things real estate, this is Street Talk. Now, with an ear to the pavement of our Northwest stomping grounds, here's your host of Street Talk, Chris Davies. 
Welcome back to Street Talk. It's your real estate show on all things real estate and mortgage related. You know, uh, one of the things that uh, I still see, obviously, you know, working at Loris Home Loans, we, t- we sort of take applications week to week and talk to people about the mortgage process. Uh, been able to determine that there's a few things that create a little bit of angst, so to speak, when people step into that uh, decision. Should I or should I not buy? Right. So uh, one of the things that uh, people think about is what their debt structure is. Mm, of course. You know, in other words, car payment, student loans. Student loans are a big topic just because the student loan debt's almost at an all-time high at this point. Um, so that slows them down. But then I think about it and I go, well, those people are paying rent. So it doesn't slow you down from having to rent necessarily. But it, it's going to slow you down from wanting to maybe navigate that home purchase. So uh, you need to look at what's affordable and what you can get. Like in other words, when we always talked about it, Lisa, we always said, what's the best way to figure out whether or not you can afford a mortgage payment? What's one of the, what's one of the things that we used to talk about? I think um, Laura Keel talked about yes. this all the time, and I loved it. She would say, correct me if I'm wrong, go ahead and, and assume what your mortgage payment's going to be, taxes, insurance, uh, if you're going to have HOA dues. Put that money aside. You know, Pay your rent out of that, but put the remainder aside in a savings. And do that for three months and just see, does it affect your life? How does it affect your life? Um, or six months even, you know, yeah. something like that. And just see, can you do this? Does it make it where you can't go out to dinner anymore? Are you having to walk to work now because you can't afford the bus? But does it, if it doesn't make an impact, kind of there's your answer. Right. So, so live that way for a little bit and sort of see, give it, give it a trial. Right. You know, because when you, when you talk about loan options, so to speak, there's a variety of loan options out there. We, we always talk about this. It doesn't take 20% to get into a house. Depending on what price point you're at, you can do it for zero down or with most first-time home buying mm-hmm. programs that really don't show any effect as far as increased in rates goes, it's going to be 3% down. So, You know, and, and I don't know what these guys think, but it's extremely rare, extremely rare that we uh, send somebody over to Chris um, and ask them to have a conversation with him just to see what their qualification level is or what they might need to do. It's so rare that you can't help them. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, or they may have to wait a couple months to get some things in order. But I don't think I, I don't think I've ever had anybody turned away flat. Yeah, the other part of it is when it comes to credit card debt or student loan debt, there's actually a proliferation right now of these personal loan companies mm-hmm. that want to go out there and they're looking to consolidate these bills. You know, whether it be uh, Sophie or some of these other companies that you get mail- mailers on, consolidate your credit card bills, get one payment. There's a lot of bi- viable options to reduce that monthly outflow, yet still pay your debts off sooner. So I would advocate, you know, trying one of those, free up some money that way. So that way you can put yourself in a position to buy. It's not necessarily always about paying that debt down. In other words, find out where you're at right now and then put your best foot forward. You know, folks, the number to the show is 844-TALK-101. Once again, it's 844-TALK-101. The other, the other big part of it uh, that stops people from buying is the actual credit rating in of itself. 
mm-hmm. you know, what they think their credit score may or, not, may or may not be. Whether, you know, you missed a payment, whether you had some issues in the past, whether there were some events that stopped you. We're seeing it not as much as we did in the past, but still people think their credit score is a factor. Now, again, this is going to be totally dependent upon, upon what price point you're at. Most first-time home buying programs actually don't hit you with a credit score hit like your normal conventional conforming loan that's been around or at, a, at the higher price points. So you just kind of need to sort of get an idea of where you're at. Take a snapshot. There's a lot of things that can be done to increase the credit score or a lot of people that can give you guidance on that. Um, but it's surprising. A lot, of, a lot of times people will think their score is worse than what it, what it actually is. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes people will use Credit Karma or other sort of, <laughs> sorts of services. Yes. Services uh, from your credit card that say, oh, here's your score. Folks, that's not your score. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you right now, that's not what it is. Because when we, put, when we do a, a credit report on the mortgage side, it's a blended report. It's, a, it's called a mortgage report, and it's, it's generated differently than what your normal consumer credit report is. So if your score is great, it's going to be great on the mortgage side. But if there's, going to be, if there's some issues there, all those things are graded and reported differently. And the algorithm calculates the score differently. You know, Chris, we um, have people ask often, you know, they want to reach out to you, but they don't want their credit pulled, right? They want to talk to you about what they qualify for. Do you have to pull their credit immediately? It's, you know, to me, if your credit, you know, people sometimes will think that when you have a great score, oh my gosh, I get my credit, I get my credit pulled, my score is going to drop. If your score is great, it's going to remain great. Yeah. Right. So if your score is in that mid range where it's been dinged up a little bit and then pulling the report uh, could drop it just a little bit. But the important thing is in order to get an accurate assessment of where the people are at, you kind of do need to pull their credit report. Initially in the conversation, no, it's not important. But to get to the point where you want to pre-approve them, have them make an offer and do those types of things, you absolutely do because you have to make sure that there's nothing there that could bite you, so to speak, once the offer's in place. Well, so, I, think, I think there's something really, really important that you said right there. You said, you know, if, you're, if your credit report is great, you know, it's going to remain great. Uh, I think there's people who let whatever is going on, stop them from, you know, finding the information out now. So don't pull my credit. Don't do this, that, or the other thing. They just want to bury their head in the sand, right? And it's like, well, it's not going to get better. If you want to buy a house and you think your credit is bombed, you're the exact person that needs to call up, run their credit, and find out what do I need to do, right? But that's not what we get. We get the people who are like, uh, I want to do it, but I just don't want to. I don't want to take any action. Yeah, and and that is what it takes. If you want to buy a home, take some action. Yeah, it may not be the most comfortable situation to be like, hey, this is where my credit's at. But you need to know. You need to get that snapshot in time right now and figure out what action you need to take uh, to to um, to buy a home in the future. Yeah, definitely. And and speaking on that same exact subject. Uh, what the way that I like to kind of frame the conversation with a lot of my clients is, okay, yeah, you, you definitely think that, you know, your credit might not be perfect right now, or, you know, you've got some other issues going on. What we really need to do is establish a baseline. We need to figure out where you're at right now. Okay. If you want to buy in the next three months, six months, let's plot a course. Yep. Let's get this figured out. Let's get you in front of a mortgage professional like Chris that can 
give you some advice and tell you exactly what needs to be done so that in three months or in six months, you're ready to hit the ground running rather than just starting the process and fixing some things up at that time. Yeah. Get off the blogs and call Chris and let's find (laughs) out where your credit's at. Well, I mean, I think that the the most important part of it is uh, when it comes to people, a lot of times they don't think they can do it right now. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden you 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 pull the credit and you go, gosh, you know what? You can actually absolutely do it right now. Yeah, if I you want to love when that happens. Yeah, but you can increase your score by doing X, Y, and Z. But really. Here's how the loan looks right now. Well, people don't want to get bad news, right? They don't want to hear a denial. They don't want to hear a refusal on on you know trying to purchase a home or something that's very important or a very emotional process like like buying a home can be. So they like Quasi said, they want to bury their head in the sand. They don't want to know what's going on right now just because you know they don't want that bad news. So establishing that baseline, taking the temperature of where you're at right now is a very important part of the process and can help you be successful down the road. Well, I think the bottom line is credit is a tool. It's a tool that, that gets you further. And if, you, if there's something there that's sort of stopping you a little bit, let's figure it out. Let's find a solution to it so that way you can move forward. Um, the other part, another thing that, that will stop people, and this is kind of probably a big one, is savings. In other words, mm-hmm. being able to stockpile some money so that way you can go ahead and put it down on a home. Well, the reality is, again, it doesn't take 20% to buy a house. You can do it with zero down up to 453100 So that's $453,100. If that's the loan amount, you can do that for zero down. So that's quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And if you go above that, then it, uh, above that it would be 5%. Below that on the first-time home buying programs without down payment, the minimum down would be 3%. A lot more to get into, folks. The number to the show is 844-TALK-101. Once again, 844-TALK-101. Some things go really good together. Popcorn and movies, grandparents, and grandchildren. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes and desires with wisdom and guidance. Now... Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to give you over 65 years of combined experience and personalized service. So if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Hi, it's Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans, and we would love to share all the insights we've learned over the years to help you make the best decision for your family. Questions about a reverse mortgage? Is it safe? Could we pay off our current mortgage or even buy a new house? Any question at all, just ask. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Good together. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA at laurashomeloans.com. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity. What's the value of good health? Well, I think we all know it's priceless. And if carrying around extra weight has compromised your health, or maybe just affected the way you feel about yourself. Take a look at 3010 Weight Loss for Life. That's where I went to lose about 25 pounds five years ago. Created by healthcare providers, they help you with your meal planning and cooking classes so you can keep that weight off for life. Find the location nearest you. Give them a call at 855-843-3010. 
or 3010weightlossforlife.com. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes with wisdom and guidance. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to serve you with over 65 years of combined experience. Hi, this is Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans. If your fixer-upper has you wondering about a renovation loan, call one 833 Laura. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity. Hi, this is Patrick. And Lisa. And you've heard us here on Street Talk with Chris Davies. We don't just respond to real estate questions on the show. Nope. We're ready to take your call, meet in person, and start working for you. It's our mission to provide answers, guidance, and exceptional customer service. We aim to earn your trust as your local real estate team. Patrick. And Lisa. Give us a call at 206-954-3555. Again, 206-954-3555. Buying, selling, or or both. both. Your success is what matters most. Our connections can help. Patrick and Lisa, local experts coming together to help you find your place in the world. Patrick and Lisa, you can find us at patrickandlisa.com or give us a call at 206-954-3555. That's 206-954-3555. Patrick and Lisa, you can find us at patrickandlisa.com. Buy, sell, invest, and rest. When it comes to the mortgage industry and real estate, know the ropes, the ins and outs, and all the curves. This is Street Talk with Chris Davies, with a panel of industry insiders here to take your call. Now, here's your host of Street Talk, Chris Davies. Welcome back. Thanks for listening this morning. We're talking about all things mortgage and uh, real estate related. Currently, we're talking about what's stopping you from buying a house or what has stopped you in the past from buying a home. A couple of things that we've discussed is we've talked about, obviously, debt load. You feel a little bit overwhelmed with what you're paying currently. Credit score is a big one. Sometimes you don't think the credit score is good enough to go out there and buy a home. Uh, the reality is it, uh, it, uh, there's a wide range in credit scores that are buying. And there's a wide range in credit scores and people that do refinances. So credit score is important depending on the type of loan that you do. But uh, it's less important, again, depending on the type of loan that you do. The big part is savings. How much money do you have saved up? Obviously, we want you to be financially prudent, have some money in savings. But the reality is up to $453,000, you don't have to have a down payment. Now, in this market where the market has softened a little bit, where there's more inventory, you can probably negotiate for seller paid closing costs. True or not? Yeah, that's absolutely true. I can attest to that. Um, you know, recently we have seen a large uptick in the negotiation stance that the buyers have been able to gain because of the softening of the market, because of the increasing inventory, because of the price reductions. I've been able to get buyers closing costs. I've been able to get concessions to buy down rates. I've been able to get concessions for, you know, all of these types of things that buyers would otherwise have to bring money to the table for and dip into their savings in order to purchase a home. Yeah. I've also seen on on some of Chris's where it's been uh, you're getting inspection after mutual, right? So we're not having to do the pre-inspection and say, hey, if we really want a shot, we're not going to ask for anything. Mm -hmm. And if the home has been sitting on the market, it's like, you know what? Some of these things that are legitimate safety concerns or health concerns, hey, Let's go ahead and get take get that taken care of before before closing. Well, b- before that wasn't happening. That was something that the buyer was taking on. That's like, hey, I'm going to do these repairs before I move in. And now there's more 
options to be able to negotiate after, on the inspection as well. Well, I agree with you guys about the inspection, but we're not seeing seller concessions. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know if different markets, what we're doing, mm-hmm. but, you know, we're not seeing that yet. And we, you know, we definitely ask for it. We try to negotiate that in, but our sellers are still a little savvy and maybe it's a different price point or different location sometimes, but we're not there yet. Um, unfortunately, we'd love to see that and we certainly try, but it's, it's not a negotiating tool for us at this point. It hasn't been yet. Yeah. Yeah, and I think obviously some of it can be zip code related or yeah. what have you, just depending on what's going on. Just like you're seeing more price reductions on the same token. If you're in Seattle or on the east side, you probably have more price reductions in that area, right? So they're not willing to concede necessarily, what, closing costs? I think after, that may be it. After a price reduction, whereas in other markets, the price reductions aren't necessarily there yet. Inventory is just starting to increase, so there's uh, many different factors that can lead sort of lead to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would and, agree. And it's definitely a, a micro market kind of uh, situation, you know, just like uh, Lisa was talking about. The price point does dictate some of the different things that you're able to do and able to negotiate with a seller, you know, what we can get for the buyers or, you know, things that, you know, determine, you know, what their situation is, what's their motivation. All of these different factors are very important in the way that we negotiate with buyers and sellers. Yeah. And, you know, like when are you talking to them? If I'm talking to you, you know, on day 25, I might say, hey, to the other agent, have you started the conversation about a price reduction after 30 days? If they're saying yes, then I'm like, okay, well, maybe we can start factoring in some negotiation things. And you'd be surprised how many people, how many people, agents don't pick up the phone, make a phone call, call you about a listing, or even ask in-depth questions. It's like, hey, is it available? Yeah, it's available. Great. We're going to show it today. (laughs) And it's like, that's it? That's what you got? Right. And then they email over an offer. But, you know, I've heard Chris, Chris is, you know, uh, heard me when we get on the phone, we got questions and we're going to ask questions. We're going to dig as deep as we can, as deep as that agent's going to go. And we're going to find our negotiation points, but sometimes before we even take our clients out before I even go to the house. Absolutely. And, And I get a little bit of pushback from some listing agents occasionally. Why are you asking so many questions? Well, I'm asking all these questions because I want to know every angle that I can before I even go and talk with my client and show them this house because that will help guide the conversation with the client and kind of figure out, is this property really going to work for them for their financial situation, for their timeline, and for their family? I think uh, something I'm getting out of this conversation here, too, that we're really not touching on is that it's really important to work with an agent. I was that, just going to say yeah, that. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm hearing this, that that not only knows the market, definitely knows the market, knows the areas, and knows what's happening at that moment, right, and is willing to have those conversations. It's huge right now. It's probably even more important now. It is more important now than it was in our previous Mm -hmm. market. Well, again, uh, I always say knowledge is power. So being inquisitive certainly is not a detriment. You're just building building that tool chest, so to speak. So one, you can help the client that you're showing the house to, guide them in the the questions that they may have and be knowledgeable, right? Makes a a great impression. But also, if they do decide to make an offer, you can guide that price point as well. So in other words, treating it as a real job and not as a part-time job and taking it Taking it seriously to me is very important. A lot of people obviously do it as a do it on a part time basis, so then you don't necessarily get the best. So just being able to have that basis and know that is mm-hmm. uh, is extremely important. 
Uh, the last point I have as far as what people not buying homes, I don't know how long I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. Mobility. Yeah. You think you're tied down by owning a house. Mm-hmm. So, true or untrue, is that the case? It's a conversation. Absolutely. Especially with a lot of the millennials. Yep, I agree. Yeah, and, and with a lot of the people changing jobs so so frequently, it's a big factor. And people don't want to get into a situation where they're only staying for a year or two and then they've got capital gains issues or they've got you know uh, fees and commissions and taxes to pay on the sale of a home in a couple of years that eats up a lot of their equity. You know, So all of those factors are really important when it comes to you know purchasing a home and how long you're going to stay. But on the flip side of that, I think what – what we see a lot, especially in, in the people who are looking at condos, they're looking for condos that have no rental caps. They're looking at condos that pencil because this may just be a stepping stone for them. They may stay there for a year or two and then potentially rent it and go on and do something else. So so that's even a possibility often. Well, you know, again, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here. Uh, the key word that Chris said just a moment ago is they don't want that eating out of their equity. So hold on. So I'm going to go ahead and live in the house, be there for a year or two. But then I might, you know, capital gains wouldn't be an issue at that point. But uh, I may have to pay some commissions. I may have to pay some fees. And that's going to eat into my equities, which means I'm walking. I'm probably going to be walking away with some additional money. <laughs> the difference is I could be pay, I could have paid rent during that entire time frame and just moved out and not have had anything. Right. So here's the other point. Here's the other thing which I advocate enormously. You're not going to be able to get this loan in a year from now. Whatever loan you're using to buy the house, whether, you know, if you live there for a year, that interest rate is not going to be available in a year from now, given what the market's doing. Mm -hmm. So I always say that mortgage is going to be a money making tool in of itself. You You have a mortgage that cannot be replaced. Yep. So therefore, that payment's going to be as low as it can be. Not as low as it was two years ago, but it's as low as it can be given what we, what we know today. So rents continue to rise. I mean, the market's been a little bit soft here. And a little softer. A yeah. little softer, but that's just a snapshot of what it is currently, right? Rents will continue to rise. Historically, they're going to continue to go up. Yeah. And you're not going to be in control of where you live. So if you have that great mortgage and you use it as a stepping stone and you don't have to tap into that equity to buy your next house, you have a great investment that sets you up for the future. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And actually, we see it's amazing to me how many, I don't want to say young, but younger people are thinking that way. Mm-hmm. They're thinking of that, that, that tool, well, I'm going to be here for a year or two, what, you know, what are the requirements? And then- Gosh, I can offset my mortgage. With, I can offset the mortgage with the rent and move on to bigger and better things. Well, and I also think there's an element too, though. Here, especially in the Seattle area, as we see the growth and the continued growth that's going to be coming down, it's not like there's a ton of risk in that long-term strategy. Seattle's going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to develop. So the sooner that you get in at that cheap mortgage that you're talking about, the better in the long run it is. It's just whether or not people have the, uh, whether they want to be landlords. And I think that is the biggest question when you start talking about rentals and and something that they're going to only buy to live in short term is whether or not they're okay with being a landlord. And there's a lot of management companies now, more so than in the past, that actually make it easier for you to go ahead and rent. And actually, it's not as expensive to have that professionally managed as what it was. You know, 10 years ago, it was it would take quite a bit of money out of 
your potential profits to have somebody professionally manage that property. Nowadays, I think it's quite a bit cheaper. There's a little, that, that market seems to have grown competitively from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. So, folks, uh, I'd love to hear your, your uh, opinion on that. Number to the show is 844-TALK-101. Once again, 844-TALK-101. Next segment, we're going to talk about reverse mortgages and reverse for purchase. Some things go really good together. Freedom and liberty, safety and security. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes and desires with reliability and guidance. Now, Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to give you over 65 years of combined experience and personalized service. So if you're a veteran or current service member looking to buy a home, call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Hi, this is Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans. There are so many wonderful benefits and opportunities available to our service members. If you have questions about how a VA loan could help you and your family, we would love to help. Just ask. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Good together. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA at laurashomeloans.com. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, equal housing opportunity. What is the value of good health? Hey, it's Dory Monson. I am encouraging you to call the life-empowering team of 3010 Weight Loss for Life because, let's face it, you want to enjoy the benefits that come with living your healthiest. So call 3010. They're experts will create an individualized plan that is tailored to you. It's created by healthcare providers. Doctors love 3010 because they see their patients getting healthier and doing things that will just extend your life. And regardless of age or body type, whether you need to lose a few pounds or make some sustainable big life changes, 3010 can help. They do the meal planning. They'll help you with your grocery list. They give you video recipes and cooking classes. The team at 3010 is in it with you. They truly care. I've lost 25 pounds there. Hey, it's your turn. Find the location nearest you, 855-843-3010, 855-843-3010, or go to 3010weightlossforlife.com. When picking a real estate broker, customer satisfaction is key. Hi, this is Rebecca Mitsui of Keller Williams. When buying or selling a home, there's a lot to consider, and you've got a lot on your mind. As your real estate broker, it's my job to get the information that's right for you. Your interests are of interest to me. Now, there's a great deal of technology and information out there, but it takes a human touch to bring those numbers to life and close the deal. We'll utilize today's state-of-the-art tools, Keller Williams industry experience, and as a Seattle native, I know our stomping grounds like the back of my hand. I've also been honored with the Seattle Magazine Award for Best in Client Satisfaction. I'm Rebecca Mitsui of Keller Williams. Get first-class real estate service from me and my team. Call 206 935-6262. Again, 206-935-6262. If you're buying or selling, I'm here to help. 206-935-6262. Maneuver the road of real estate. Now, back to Street Talk with Chris Davies. Welcome back. Welcome back to Street Talk. It's your real estate show and all things real estate. Uh, Lisa, I think you have a listing to uh, brag about. I do. Yeah, we have a, a just that quintessential little um, Ballard bungalow. That's a mouthful to say. 
Um, it's this darling little bungalow. It's a uh, three-bedroom, one-bath on a corner lot. Great curb appeal. Um, 1,140 square feet. The address I'm going to start off with is 6401 28th Avenue Northwest in Seattle. Um, we're holding it open today from 11 to 2. Uh, this is a home is priced at $775,000. It had a recent kitchen remodel. Um, they put about 40, 45,000 into the kitchen. It's darling. This is just, it's walkable. You can walk right down to downtown Ballard. Just a charming, charming little place with a great private backyard. You've got to come by and see it. Um, MLS is 136-4310. Again, the address is 6401 28th Avenue Northwest in Seattle. Come see me. Oh, fantastic. Looks awfully cute. It is, yeah, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah, I love that kitchen. <laughs> um, so one of the things that we haven't talked much about on the show at Laura's Home Loans Mortgage Masters, one of the, one of the, one of the divisions is the reverse mortgage division. And one of the tools that people don't necessarily know about is the reverse mortgage for purchase, Use it, utilizing it to buy a home and then actually not have a payment. So, you know, typically you're going to put 50% plus down, but you don't get a mortgage payment as a result of it, which, you know, if, you, if you're downsizing or if you sell your house, you have two or $300,000 equity in that particular property, you take that two or 300000 and then you're buying a four, a four hundred to six hundred thousand dollar home without a payment, depending on how the numbers work out. Obviously, on on the reverse mortgage side, age is a factor and those types of things. But uh, tell us about your experience with that, Lisa. Yeah. So, um, what was it? A few weeks ago, a couple yep. of weeks ago, we had somebody in here who was talking about reverse mortgages, and it just kind of piqued my interest. And I have a great friend in Oregon who was wanting to move up here, and um, she has some means. She doesn't own a home down there, but she had found a home here she loved at I was, you know, priced about three hundred and fifteen thousand. It was um, kind of out a little bit, and we connected her with Laura at Laura's Home Loans, and um, what happened was phenomenal. So she was able to come in. Um, put some money down. She is going to live in the home free of cost. She's not going to have to pay taxes. She's not going to have to pay insurance. And she said to me that this was so much easier. This process was so much easier than even just purchasing a home with a conventional loan. She was floored. She's so excited. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get rid of that term free because Sorry. <laughs> it's not free necessarily. <laughs> what I say free? <laughs> free of cost. Oh, free of cost. Well, she, yeah, doesn't no. pay, she doesn't have to make a payment yeah, no, essentially is what's happening. And for her, I mean, that's, that's huge. She doesn't have to think about it. Exactly, because it's all included in the program. Yeah. So similarly, I mean, I think the, when you look at that, right, let's say, for example, you have an investment portfolio or you have a social security pension. If, the, if that income level, so to speak, is four four thousand five thousand dollars a month, and you're living in a home making that thousand to two thousand dollar mortgage payment, let's go ahead and think about that for a second. You go ahead and take the equity position that you have in your current home, and do a reverse mortgage. Then you eliminate that thousand to two thousand dollar payment. You don't have a payment. Then that monthly income is all yours to do with as you see as you see fit. So. It frees up your lifestyle, I feel. But you don't even have to own the home. That's what I was surprised at. So this person doesn't even own a home. Yes. And then 
this last week. Well, she's we, buying one, though. She's yeah. buying one, but she's not using the equity mm-hmm. from a home is what I'm trying to say. Right. And we got a phone call from somebody else's last week that we referred over to you guys. Same situation. She has money in the bank, doesn't own a home, and it's, it's going to happen for her as well. Yeah, so again, it's one of those uh, – I think it's a tool that's not utilized often enough, especially – in our, I don't want to say twilight years, in our sunset years, you know, whatever, whatever that terminology would be, because of the fact that there's a little bit of a stigma attached to it. Oh, look at you. Look at that look, Quasi. <laughs> the know. sunset years. I don't know. <laughs> uh, interesting. I, hey, I, I just looked at him. I'm like, did he really just say sunset Quasi, years? Quasi, when you get older, you're going to come up with some really cute phrases. Man, I'm too, not going to get old. By the time I'm, I'm a little bit older, they're going to have. Uh, uh, artificial everything. I'm just going to look like this forever. <laughs> he likes to think so anyway. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, I mean, I think that back to the reverse mortgage part of it, I think there's a little bit of a stigma attached to some of those some of those things, whether it be things from 10, 15, 20 years ago where they thought there was equity stripping going on or something of that nature. It's actually a fantastic tool. If you're in that position, I certainly would warrant that you call and talk to a a mortgage professional about it. Well, and I just talked to my parents about it uh, just yesterday. And it was just one of those that just said, it's it's the conversation around, this is what our retirement's going to look like. This is what our income is going to be. This is what the lifestyle we want. My mom works for an airline. I won't say which one. And she's going to have those benefits and she's going to be able to travel. So it's like, how much does she want to kind of be placed in one in one particular area if she's going to be traveling all the time and then how much money are they going to have to travel so we're working through what do the numbers look like but if they don't have the mortgage payment how much more can we spend on the lifestyle rather than where we're living exactly well the other part so they can have a sunset (laughs) the other part of it is if the same thing holds true if a person has a free and clear home if the mm-hmm. home is free and clear, they can do a reverse mortgage on it and generate an annuity payment, you know, or generate a payment that pays them to be there, so to speak. And that, again, will create cash flow for them. You know, when you start looking at the reverse mortgage for purchase, you start looking at uh, multi-unit properties, whether it be a duplex or a triplex. Then you're talking about the property generating in, in additional incomes for you. That's exciting. Right? So, yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of opportunities there. Uh, if you if you have what's necessary to complete that that type of mortgage, well, I was just surprised to find out that there it's just not one op- opportunity. I mean, you don't have to necessarily own the home. That's what you know. The conversation we had a couple weeks ago that, like I said, it piqued my interest. I had never heard that before. That you don't have to own a home and you could still potentially qualify. Yeah. So again, this is knowledge is power, power, right? So having all that having all that information. And again, when you look at the market, what it's doing right now with the inventories, are you finding, uh, Chris, I'd be interested in talking to you about this, uh, you find that people are moving further away from their initial destination? Maybe they wanted to live in a certain place, but now that the market softened, they go, gosh, I can get a better deal over here versus here? Yeah, definitely. And and I think a lot of it speaks to affordability. You know, what we've seen in the market recently in the Seattle or greater Seattle area, everybody wanting to be in Seattle, that's really driven prices higher. We've seen kind of an exodus out of the, the city center of people trying to find that affordability. So Chris, to your point, it really has, has shown that uh, clients are looking farther out of Seattle, looking farther out of these metro areas to find places that 
fits their needs, fits their budget, and has everything that they want and need in a property, but isn't exactly where they want to be. But then again, with the softening market, we're seeing kind of a, you know, a leveling off of people thinking, okay, well, maybe I can be in the Seattle area, or maybe, you know, I can just find even more home a little bit farther out. It's interesting. What about the condo market? The condo market's taken a pretty big hit here. Yeah, it feels like it's slowed down a fair amount. I mean, yeah. I mean, just the, I see more activity in that in that arena, or just because of the fact that condo market actually they outperformed single family residences there for the last four years, but now it seems like it's going the other way. So I think some of the condo buyers are now be are looking at some other options. They're looking at townhomes because the prices are very similar in a lot of areas. And I, much to what Chris said is what you pay for a condo downtown. You know, they're now looking out just a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And, and with a lot of the commuting options that we have now, the link light rail, the, the sounder train, all of these other avenues that people can get into the Seattle market or get into the Seattle area for work, it just drives them a little bit farther out to find a home, to find more house than just a condo. Fantastic. Well, there's certainly a lot more to talk about. We'll certainly be doing that here in the upcoming weeks and months. But uh, it's been a great show, guys. Uh, Chris, how do people get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me. This is Chris with John L. Scott Real Estate. Um, If you have any questions or uh, would like to get connected, my phone number is 206-909-3702. And Lisa, how about you? How do people get a hold of you? Well, they can call or text and my number is 206-954-3555. They can also reach out to us at patrickandlisa.com or email at francis.crowthers.com. Perfect. And Quasi? Uh, this is Quasi John L. Scott. You can call or text 206-854-4132. Love to hear from you. And this is Chris with Laura's Home Loans Mortgage Masters. I can always be reached at 206-856-5438. Have a great weekend. Hi, this is Patrick. And Lisa. And you've heard us here on Street Talk with Chris Davies. We don't just respond to real estate questions on the show. Nope. We're ready to take your call, meet in person, and start working for you. It's our mission to provide answers, guidance, and exceptional customer service. We aim to earn your trust as your local real estate team. Patrick. And Lisa. Give us a call at 206-954-3555. Again, 206-954-3555. Buying, selling, or or both. both. Your success is what matters most. Our connections can help. Patrick and Lisa, local experts coming together to help you find your place in the world. Patrick and Lisa, you can find us at patrickandlisa.com or give us a call at 206-954-3555. That's 206-954-3555. Patrick and Lisa, you can find us at patrickandlisa.com. Chris Davies, MLO 105695, Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL 40445, Equal Housing Opportunity. Some things go really good together, like a hammer and nail. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes and desires with wisdom and guidance. Now, Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to give you over 65 years of combined experience and personalized service. So if you're looking to renovate, call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. 
Hi, this is Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans. If you've spotted that perfect fixer-upper, a renovation loan tied to the purchase could be a great way to get things fixed up before you move in. Questions about a renovation loan? Just ask. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA. Good Together. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family. Call 1-833-ASK-LAURA at laurashomeloans.com. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity. When picking a real estate broker, customer satisfaction is key. Hi, this is Rebecca Mitsui of Keller Williams. When buying or selling a home, there's a lot to consider, and you've got a lot on your mind. As your real estate broker, it's my job to get the information that's right for you. Your interests are of interest to me. Now, there's a great deal of technology and information out there, but it takes a human touch to bring those numbers to life and close the deal. We'll utilize today's state-of-the-art tools, Keller Williams industry experience, and as a Seattle native, I know our stomping grounds like the back of my hand. I've also been honored with the Seattle Magazine Award for Best in Client Satisfaction. I'm Rebecca Mitsui of Keller Williams. Get first-class real estate service from me and my team. Call 206-935-6262. Again, 206-935-6262. If you're buying or selling, I'm here to help. 206-935-6262. 